This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Now, listen, fam, you know, y'all know I've, I've covered this before about this, but, uh, you know, Will, Will Smith was coming from a luncheon or something to that degree. It was a, a, a dinner or a luncheon of some sort where he was with police officers, you know, and the claim was word on the street, word on the street, right, is that Will was going to get that pistol. Because remember, the guy, it's a whole, you can see it's a whole video there of them driving. And the guy, you know, Will Smith does bump into the guy. Then the guy does stupidly. He then chases him down and then bumps into him. And all this was needless. It's ridiculous. Will Smith shouldn't be dead from what happened. And and the guy did. They got out. They confronted each other. The threat was made. Will turned around and walked to his vehicle. And the guy wasn't playing it. If somebody telling you, you're going, they're going to get a pistol for you. You're going to stand there and wait for him. So the dude didn't, he shouldn't shot him seven times in the back. He opened up with him and the, they said that who shot her. And this is alleged word on the street is that when he opened, will got his gun. And before he could turn around, the guy, you know, shot him in the back several times and will Smith had the gun and he, his gun word on the street, alleged that his gun in his hand went off and he shot his wife in the leg. And then the gun disappeared from the scene and they accused, it's alleged now, they accused that whoever he was eating with, which was law enforcement, had pulled that gun. They took that gun. So in the end, it was just a whole bunch of stuff. But in the end, this guy's going back to jail for 40, he's facing 40 years in prison. So like I said, it was a lot of stuff going on during that whole little altercation. But in the end, it was all this is needless because both of these families are destroyed. Will Smith's dead for something as trivial and ridiculous as that. And this guy here, Hayes, is in prison and he had a family. So we got two destroyed families before something as foolish and frivolous as what we, you know, what we've seen is really for nothing. All this for nothing. And two, you know, two lives, two families destroyed because of it. So it's crazy, man. It's insane. All right. So anyway, family, that's uh, that's that's what I got for y'all today, man, to cover some of the news and notes there. If y'all want to feel free to throw any questions in the chat, uh, feel free to do it. Feel free to uh, to to throw them in the chat. But in the end, man, with this with looking at what we looking at in terms of the Saints offensive uh, search in terms of what they're looking at uh, as OCs. It's not hard to determine, you know, that and I can see really family that the Saints are really kind of just sitting on and they kind of wait for John Gruden. In my case, that's what I'm really looking at. Uh, they kind of sitting there um, with Gruden and thinking about what they're going to do with John Gruden. He's the centerpiece of whatever they're trying to do. So whether you have Kubiak or Johnson or Brian Greasy, which is these are who people believe are the realistic candidates for the offensive coordinator position. Now, there's still a lot of other positions that should be filled that we have not filled, not one position. We need a wide receivers coach because they fired Cody Burns. I, I don't, you know, I think probably, I don't understand why they did that. Perhaps, you know, it was a, a, a line that was drawn because I'm hearing a lot of stuff out of there. We talked about this during the season, like when the season ended, 
there's a line where guys that like Dennis Allen, guys that don't like Dennis Allen. So you'll see, and I'm pretty sure they got coaches the same way as looking at it. Like we're looking at it like this guy, don't know what the hell he doing, man. You know, you know that you, and they, they're not diff- any different than you going to work somewhere and you got a dumb manager who just making bad decisions. You know, you tell them, Hey, you know what? I don't think you should do that because such and such. A, nah, nah, you can do it. Like, nah, I don't think you should. But they doing it, they, you know, a lot of these people, and I ain't going to lie, a lot of these managers got managerial position and they shouldn't have management positions because a lot of these companies be looking for a certain type of manager who's just brainless. And I'm no disrespect, but I'm saying just not so much a, a guy that has intelligence, but a guy is willing to take orders, go down there and tell him to do this. Oh, yeah. OK. That type of stuff. So you have bad managers. Or mismanagers. How about that? That's rather you got bad mismanagers. <laughs> we got a bad mismanager for the Saints. But it's the same thing. Like if you have a, a person that is a manager, a mismanager, and you see how just ridiculous their decision making is, how poor they are, how they ignore things, they're not attend, you know, all this kind of stuff, you'll lose respect. You'll lose respect for them. And the players do too. They're not gonna play for somebody that that's not keeping it together. That's why you see it's the same story. Uh, the world over when you see some of these other coaches go somewhere and they excel like Campbell in Detroit. Campbell is a dude that's serious about what he's doing. Coach Glenn, who was a defensive coordinator, went up there. He was a secondary coach. He went up there with the defensive coordinator. Detroit's a game away from the Super Bowl, man. There again, those guys used to be coaches for the Saints. They got players on that team that were used to play for the Saints and they're helping the Detroit Lions. And listen, don't undersell, undersell what Detroit's doing. That team hadn't won anything in years. They hadn't gone anywhere in years. They were a a repetitive failure year after year and were a joke. They were a joke. And look at them. They're one game from the Super Bowl. That's what good, that's what people who are respected that know what they're doing. And he, and then Campbell's not, you know, he's not a a flashy dude. You know, look at D'Amico Ryan's, what he did with Houston. He went to Houston. Houston was losing for years. And D'Amico Ryans went there and he installed a in leadership there. And everybody bought into his leadership. Everybody. I remember we brought, you know, the insider and in from the Texans in here to talk about it. And he talked about how the team loved D'Amico, how the franchise loved D'Amico, how the, the press loved D'Amico Ryans. They all of them bought in and look what they bought into. His first year, he takes the team into the playoffs and, you know, they handle their business. And this, that's just just unbelievable. But that's what good leadership gets you. When you got a guy that's serious, that's detailed, focused, that knows what to do, that's what happens. They buy in and that's what happens. If you have the opposite effect and we have that here, then you get the opposite result. You won't get the D'Amico Ryan result with the Texans. You'll get the opposite result. You get a half-assed team that sometimes show up and sometimes that don't show up. They can't beat any good teams because order to beat good teams who have that those intangibles that I mentioned that D'Amico Ryans has or Campbell has with Detroit, you're not going to beat those teams because you don't have enough of that to get to overcome them. You can't beat it. If you're a, a, a sloppy-ass, off-code team like the Saints are, you're not going to beat a team that has a that has a, a mindset and an identity that's on code. You're not going to do it. That's why we can't beat any good teams. You can't, you ain't beat no good teams. You know, you beat Detroit. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay. You got to give you that one. You know, we did beat Tampa Bay. 
But any of them other guys that had winning records, the Saints couldn't do nothing with them, man. Because it take more. It, <laughs> it take more from the coach to be able to do that. And for the from general um uh manager Mickey Dumas Loomis, that the, the guy is is out of his out of his freaking top, man. No about no doubt about it. All right, so shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, Charlie says, if the Saints did their job, Tampa wouldn't have won. Indeed, I agree wholeheartedly, Charlie. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All right, what's up, Pammy? So we still searching, huh, Q? Hit that Glenn Jones. (laughs) It's searching. Oh, yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, see, Pammy, y'all got that good game, man. Let me see if I can pull that Glenn Jones up. Hold on, hold on. I got on to hit you with the, yeah! (laughs) I've been searching. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Hold on. Let me let me let me play a little that right quick. Hold on, hold on. I got a request going on here. I can't play all of them, but I can get a little bit of that right quick. <laughs> ah, I've been searching. I got you. Yeah, I got you. All right, all right. Here, let, let's see. Can y'all hear that? Who wanted to scratch? Y'all can y'all hear that? Put one in the chat if y'all can hear that, man. Can y'all hear can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? Put one in the chat, man. I don't know if y'all can hear it, man. Put one in the chat if y'all can hear. All right, cool. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been searching. Yeah. (laughs) So long. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody like Dennis Allen. We don't. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all crazy, man. Yeah, Pam, that was a good one right there. That was a real good one right there. Y'all know, y'all know I gotta play that for y'all. All right. DJQ. All right, Gundam, what's happening, bro? Says I just desire great Saints football again. Yeah, bro, it's gonna be interesting, man. To be honest with you. Uh, but like I said, fam, this is a desperation times. And I'm telling the family members that don't be down on it, you know, because this is a this year is is truth year. This is a truthful year for the Saints. Now in the offseason, just don't be blown away by some of the hires and stuff that they do. We're in a wait and see pattern, you know, and they're ignoring it like Dennis Allen deserves to be fired. He's he really does. This this is not a situation where this is a rebuild like it's the Houston Texans. No, this is not a young team. The Saints are one of the oldest teams in the NFL. So it's no need. Uh, for us to like look at Dennis Allen and say, yeah, well, he's building the team up from being a young team to no, 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 no. The Saints were a team when he got here that was supposed to be in the playoffs. He was supposed to get them from nine and seven into the playoffs, but he went backwards. He went seven and 10. Then this year he gets all of his little coaches. He gets all of his, 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 his drafted quarterback here. And then he went nine games, still lose nine games going nine and eight is not a benefit or good benefit for the New Orleans Saints family members and supporters. It's not because you understand the situation around the team is that this is an old team and these next three years are supposed to be playoff years. You're supposed to be competing in the playoffs against other teams. Saints couldn't even beat teams that are in the playoffs right now. 
They couldn't beat Green Bay. Green Bay came back and beat them and put eight, what was it, 18 points on them in 11 minutes a game and just stupid. They didn't beat, uh, they couldn't beat Detroit. You know, they did beat Tampa Bay, but still in all, it didn't make a difference because all the teams that were supposed to lose won, and really you lost it when you couldn't beat the Rams. You know, that's another thing. Not beating the Rams, the teams you faced the Rams, you had car there, couldn't beat the Rams. You beat the Rams, you go. But in the end, nine and eight is not a benefit to the supporters of the team. It's a benefit to Dennis Allen only because he never had a winning record as a head coach. He can scratch that off his bucket list and say, I got a winning record. And they can stop saying that about me that I ain't got a winning record. I got a winning record now. So, I mean, that's only a benefit for him. That ain't, that don't benefit us at all. And now with the, 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 this upcoming final year for Dennis Allen, you, he has to do all, (laughs) he has to rework the entire offense, which is going to require time. And during that time are the saints winning games. You see what I'm saying? You got a year older defense with Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, Tyron Matthew, who played really well, though two of the three played really well this past year, but these guys are getting older and the Saints are going to have to bring in talent and they really haven't been hitting on that much talent in the draft, you know, being very productive. Peyton Turner can't stay healthy. Carl Grandison was an undrafted guy that's out playing the first round draft picks. He earned a contract. You got uh, Isaiah Foskey, the snowman, but yet to prove what he can do. You know, so there are issues. There's rumors circulating around about Lattimore being traded because he's on that other side of the line we just talked about. So I don't know how true they are, but there are rumors circulating around with this New Orleans thing. So if you do all of that, you lose a shutdown cornerback and they play well in a small increment without Lattimore there. But don't get it twisted. You would need Lattimore on this team. So anyway, Jordan Howden played well, just to make mention of it. But they got major offensive line issues. Ryan Ramchek's career is in jeopardy. Trevor Penning's confidence is in jeopardy. The left tackle and left guard positions need to be filled. You see, Michael Thomas is out of here. I really do think that. So they have to find another receiver there. They got a couple of them in the draft. Do you go there? You go to a veteran, you know, and, and it, like I said, it's several things. And then who's going to be, be the offensive coordinator. That's a big thing. Who's going to run the offense. And it requires time for that to catch up. Cause the, and listen, not just for the quarterback, but for everybody in the entire offense, all they ever knew was Sean Payton's offense. And now you bring in a total new offensive mindset that disturbs everything. And they have to relearn a whole new offense going into the season. How fast do they pick up on that? While we are going against adversaries, against teams. You, you get me? So it disturbs a lot, man. It really does. So we'll see. All right. So anyway, all right. 504 Coast says, really hope we hired the young brother from the Texans. Yeah, the second interview, bro. We'll see. Gundam says, question Q. Was, uh, Q, was the decision-making process of hiring the offensive court uh, OC taking so long? Because this is all my, my, my analysis. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event. 
now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This is, bro, this is just my take. I think all of this is taking long because they're waiting to see what's happening with John Gruden. Remember, his case has already started. We covered this. I covered this on a, a prior show about John Gruden getting a, a, an update about it that they're going to it and it's supposed to be settled in the next week or so where we're going into the second week of the hearing. So they're thinking over the next several days, they'll have a verdict on John Gruden's case. So I think the saints are playing it. You know, they plan for time here and waiting to see what happens to John Gruden. That's just my take because there's no reason for them not to pick up one of these guys because these guys are talented. Now the brother, um, Johnson, this is a dude that could be pilfered by somebody else, but they're not in a rush. And remember, Mickey Loomis told you that. He's, if, it, if anything, he said he's not in a rush. Y'all remember that? Put one in the chat if y'all remember that. Put one in the chat. Thank you, Derek. I mean, Gundam, shout out to you. Big ups to Derek. Uh, don't trade Laddie Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. Don't try. I get you, bro. Molly says Mickey would look dumb and stupid if he fired Dennis Allen. He would look dumb and stupid if he fired Dennis. Well, the thing is, people be so elated that they fired Dennis Allen uh, that, you know, it was a long time coming. But we have to remember what happened and and put that in their face. You know what I'm saying? Don't let that go down the memory hole. Like, bring that back up and always present that in their face and understand that this is bad. This is general mismanager Mickey Loomis or a.k.a. Mickey Dumas out here operating a foul operating out of arrogance and none of this is intelligent. All this is arrogance. I'm Mickey Loomis and I, I, I do it. I, I found Sean Payton. I, I, I picked well and I, I picked Dennis Allen and Dennis Allen is going to be like Sean Payton. That's how he thinks in his mind. <laughs> That's how he think that he can't make a bad decision. That decision he made with Dennis Allen is going to work out just like it worked out for Sean Payton. Now, granted, these are totally two different people with totally two different skill and intangible sets. Totally different. You got an alpha and a beta right here. It's a big difference. Sean Payton to talk nasty at you, put you in the doghouse, but Sean Payton ain't going to backstab you. That's one thing Sean Payton won't do. This Dennis Allen dude, he'll backstab the hell out of it. He backstabbed his whole team, offensive team, on live TV after they decimated the Atlanta Falcons and then even apologized to the Falcons as he's stabbing the Saints players in their backs. <laughs> You're talking about a worm and a half, a full worm and a, and a piece of garbage this guy is. But you're going to keep that as your head coach, that dude? Um, it's just it don't none of this make any sense any general manager which he's not with good sense will realize this is a bad move and you should move on from him where there are credible candidates that are available it's a pool of really credible candidates that's available to take the saints into the future but you hold on to this guy here this backstabby weaselly little guy who is just that does that lacks so many things and is not interested in obtaining the things that he lacks to be functional. He's thinking it's all about adding players to the team. That's what they're thinking. We just got to add a player here or there, Q, and it'll work out. What are you talking about? You know, I, I'm not going to fire Dennis Allen. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I know what I'm doing. You guys aren't qualified. You're lazy and unsophisticated. No, I, I, I'm just telling you, you, you guys don't know nothing. I've been a general manager for almost 40 years. I, you, know, you guys have been uh, for 40 years. You've been shitting, uh, talking on your ass. I, I, let me tell you, you don't know what you're talking about here. I've been, I know I'm qualified. That's how you look at it. 
I'm serious, bro. It's crazy, man. I make light of it, but I'm telling you, he thinking like he found Sean Payton that he's found Dennis Allen, even though he didn't find Dennis Allen. Sean Payton told him to put Dennis Allen as a head coach, and he does whatever Sean Payton tell him to do. He does it, man. And this is the reality. That's why I say you don't have a real general manager. You have a general mismanager named Mickey Loomis, a.k.a. Mickey Dumas. Because with him at the helm as a so-called general manager, your team is doomed. All right. So anyway, all right. What's up, Hemisphere? Shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's all's going to happen, bro. All things are going to happen, bro. Y'all just enjoy the season. Do not get down. I'm, I'm telling y'all, do not get down on yourself for this upcoming NFL season. Enjoy it. Enjoy it because the truth's coming out. If Dennis Allen's who Mickey Loomis says he is, we shall see this upcoming season. If we're right and we've been right. And if we're wrong, then we'll apologize to Mickey, uh, AKA Mickey Loomis. We'll apologize to him, but you know, like we'll, we shall see. That's what I'm saying. Truth is coming, man. You can't run away from it. This, this is coming. I'd, uh, Miss Chandler, uh, says that Ronald Curry knows the best West coast system. He played in it for Gruden when he was a wide receiver back in early, in his early playing career, Curry won't create a whole new system, just his own plays. Gruden as advisor. Yeah, that's the thing. Very well said there, Miss Chandler. Appreciate your commentary. But Gruden coming aboard is, do you really think Gruden, who is a Super Bowl winning head coach, is going to take a sub role to Ronald Curry? That is, a, you know, that's the thing. Because Gruden coming in as an alpha, I don't think he sits underneath Ronald Curry. I do like what you said. I just don't see that happening you know it'll make a lot of sense what <laughs> it'll make a lot of sense but we know that's not what the saints are into right now all right all right gunnup said that's why we're relearning offense that's why with relearning offense they need to be moving at light speed to get the new offense installed and play yeah I, I, the good comment there gunnup shout out to you bro yeah y'all dropping good game here man y'all saying a lot of great stuff all right, Archangel says, uh, no, don't fire DA. Uh, yeah, of course you're going to say that. You're Atlanta, man. Rise up. Yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> uh, keep dinner salad, bro. Y'all it's going y'all gonna to help us with that next year. Y'all going to help us with that next year. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah, let me tell you, you getting, you getting uh, Raheem Morris over there and him getting, uh, you know, him picking up that offensive coordinator, Robinson from the, from the Rams, and doing all that. Y'all going to help out with Dennis Allen. I promise you that much. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Rich. Shout out to Rich, man. Yeah. I'm just keeping it real, bro. I, a lot of people ain't going to say that, man, but I'm just keeping it real. Word on the street and keeping it real. Telling the family members what time it is. MS fans, if they do not trade Laddie, that wouldn't surprise me. Look at how many good players the Saints lost over the past couple of years. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. That's what's in the, that's in the pipe. They're, they're hearing that Lattimore is in trade rumors, portion of why they restructured this deal. Uh, he could be promoting that. Like, I'm tired of this, man. You guys such and such. A, you never know, man. You never know because this is mismanagement, bro. Anything is possible negative in terms of personnel with a mismanager operating. This is, and all of this is a stupid, feeble attempt to try to appease a weaselly coach that's ultimately going to end up getting fired. So you're going you're gonna to hurt your team in, in terms of player who you developed and turned into a top-notch cornerback. You're going to get him out of here for a head coach that won't survive the season next year. Think about that. That's why I'm saying this guy's a general mismanagement. He don't even have the forethought to even much capitulate what I just said. He don't even see that. That's why he's not a real, like I'm telling y'all, not a real general manager. He wouldn't do it. You won't sacrifice the best people on your team 
for a head coach that won't even be here, who won't even survive the season next year. Crazy. So you get double, you get double loss. You lose more personnel and you get rid of your head coach to find somebody else. You got to ultimately bring another guy in there. Listen, I like what Isaac Yidham did last year, but that's a small servant of what Isaac Yidham did last year. You know, I'm looking, you know, that's a small servant, but I'm not ready to get rid of Laddie Daddy just because I seen that little old stuff last year. Shout out to Isaac Yidham. He looked really well, but I know what I got with Lattimore. I know Laddie gets hurt every now and again. They all do miss some time right there. Uh, you know, and Lante had a tough season, but you know, you, you don't trade your top-notch cornerbacks if you can help it. I'm just saying. Maul and Maul, thank you for the super chat, bro. Since Q, I mentioned Mickey would look stupid if he fired Dennis Allen after he compared Dennis Allen to legendary coaches. Mickey doesn't like to be proven wrong. Well, he's wrong. He's been proven wrong. The last two years have been wrong. He don't he don't like people to challenge him. I know that, uh, Maul and Maul. He don't like to be changed. He don't like he don't like me challenging him like this. I've been told that Mickey Loomis does not like me challenging him. They don't like me making impersonations of him and all that. Well, too goddamn bad. Scratch your ass and drink a Coke. I mean, because at the end of the day, this is what we're going to keep hammering you with until you get this team turned around. We're not we're not just bored up here talking about this. You're operating a foul, bro. And I'm calling it out. And I've been calling it out. And I didn't, I wasn't hitting you like this at first. But as you get more belligerent, as you get more elitist, that's what I do. I turn it up too. And I ain't going to stop. <laughs> Why should I? I'm keeping it real. I'm telling the truth. I'm not saying nothing. That, and then he gives you all the ammunition. He gives you the ammunition to throw back at him. He gives you all of it. When he starts talking, you're not qualified. You're lazy and unsophisticated. All this kind of stuff. He gives you all the ammunition. You draw it right back at him. <laughs> he is, the guy self-exposes, man, is what I'm saying. We, we, we've pinpointed what he does. He doesn't do anything. And I've been pinpointing that all season long. Why don't Mickey step in there and do something? Q, I said he ain't going to do it because that's he don't know what to do. What are you going to step in there and tell him what to do? He don't know what to do. He's a VP masquerading as a general manager. He's not a real general manager. I've been saying that. Have I not been saying that? And now you're seeing it. Why don't he, why he say something to him? Why he do the speeches during the year when it could have made a difference? Now, why he waited to after the year to give a dumbass speech when the year over with? Where was his stupid speeches during the year? Kat Terrell told you during the question, when she was questioning him in the end of the season press conference, that Mick, she said, you have very little interaction with the players during the season. Put one in the chat if you heard Kat Terrell saying that. We played it on the show. She said that you have very limited interaction with the players during the season. What did you ask, say to him at the end of the season? Very limited. That goddamn guy sit up on his ass and I told you you don't do nothing. His door is closed. That's why he, when a couple of years ago when, when Jameis went to the press, Mickey Loomis did, he had his damn door closed. What was Jameis going to go? When guys are frustrated and guys are speeding all over the place, two of our wide receivers went to jail because <laughs> they frustrated. What was Mickey Loomis at before all that happened? Because you got to build that up. It got to be built up. You don't just do that and then go out there and do that. No, it's built up to a point where frustration happens. What was Mickey Loomis at then? What was his stupid, weak-ass speeches at then when all that stuff was happening, huh? Hmm? Maybe he spoke to him after the fact, but where was he involved? He did not involved in none of that. That's why you need a real general manager that can quell the room, that can come in here and make sure everybody's good. That keeps his thumb on the head coach who has very limited success in terms of winning games. You don't treat Dennis Allen like you would do a Sean Payton. Payton is proven. Dennis Allen is not. That's common sense. Common sense general manager 101. Being that he's not a real general manager, that's why you get him 
going away. And then when you start lambasting Dennis Allen, talking about how poor the offense looked, what did he do? He come out and made excuses for Dennis Allen. He got up there and berated you, berated the press, talk shit and all this and told you wasn't qualified. And at the end of the year, when they fail, what he gets up here looking like he high on something with his eye bucking out of his damn head, glossed over his face, flush, chewing on gum, drinking water, no, no, no flavor in the damn gum making these weird gyrations with his arms, reading these stupid ass stats, don't even back up nothing. Comparing Dennis Allen, this dude was out of his complete mind. And ultimately, I'm saying somebody need to go over there and do a wellness check on that dude, for real. Because it was like he was off meds or something. That was totally, uh, a, totally a shit show. It's part of my French. But thank you, Maul. Appreciate the super chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Yeah, shout out to you. All right, what's up, that boy alone? He says, Big Q, have you seen the Saints schedule for next year? I've seen it, bro. I've seen the schedule for the, the Saints coming up next year and the uh, wins versus losses uh, a breakdown. I've seen an article on that, um, how they're anticipating the Saints to have a, 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 a what they consider a soft schedule again next year. I, I would have to wait to see that to believe that because like this past year, uh, even though it's anticipated that the Saints will have a soft schedule in terms of wins or losses from the previous year. I don't think we'll go through that again this year. This past year that we just went through was the ultimate uh, version where the Saints could have actually went and done something positive. Like they could have won the NFC South. They could have made the playoffs and they didn't do it because they were mismanaged. They were mismanaged and talent mismanaged all of this. They didn't make adjustments when they were supposed to. And then at the end of the year, Dennis Allen tells you that he's pissed that he didn't make the playoffs, even though he was the one that's responsible for him not making the playoffs. How do you not have the, the forethought and the foresight to see that you was directly responsible in things that you should have did during the season? I thought you was a head coach before. I thought you were supposed to know how to act and to change guys around and not let guys sit on top of the offensive room when people are po- uh, pro- promoting you to make decisions, to make changes at the offensive level, and you do nothing. You do not do anything. You do absolutely nothing. But you sit up here and at the end of the year says you're pissed. See, I don't have time for time wasting trolls and people that don't even see that. Simple stuff like making a change. Let this guy call the place for a couple of games. See how that happened. That idiot didn't even do that. And we're going to call him a head coach of a, a professional team. How did Mickey Lomas justify that? He said, well, that was really on me because I was supposed to do this. And he takes the blame from Dennis Allen onto himself, which is really it's, it is Mickey Lomas. But we know Dennis Allen's not a real head coach. We know he's not a head coach. We know he lacks a lot of things to compete against real head coaches. They can only beat teams that sub 500 teams or 500 teams. Competing teams with winning records, they, they can't beat them. They can't beat them. They're not prepared well. They're inconsistent. They're up and down. They can't run the ball. The offensive line look like shit. But does he make any changes? No, he doesn't make any changes. He doesn't make any changes. But at the end of the year, I'm pissed. I'm pissed that we didn't make the playoffs. We didn't get anything. I promise you that I'm going to get to the bottom. He was saying that the whole year, man. We got to figure out the answers. Remember that? Derek Carr lying, telling you he got the answers. They're in the building. Jeff Duncan, they said, well, what are the answers? <laughs> well, we can't tell you because they're in the building. <laughs> Remember that? We dealt with all that, man. I just, like I said, I don't think it's it's going to, I think at the end of the day that the light will shine on the New Orleans Saints organization. We'll get sanitation going on. We'll get sanitized, man. I mean, the, the pressure of them winning. You got a more improved uh, window of what's happening in the NFC South with these coaches that's coming in here. So you're going to have a lot more difficulty there. Um, the the fact that they're taking so long to do all this stuff, dealing with the offensive room. We'll see, man. We'll ultimately see what goes down. 
This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.